0: Welcome, guys, to Iron Sharpens Iron. This is a show by men and for men, and I am so excited to be here with you guys this morning. My name is Matt Palmer. I'm with Catholic Men's Ministry in the Diocese of Columbus, and I'm proud to be your host, blessed to be your host. My co-host is Devin Shad with Fathers of St. Joseph. Devin, good morning, brother.
1: Good morning.
0: How you doing out there in beautiful Iowa?
1: Doing well, sir cool fall day, but I
2: love it. It's
0: great. There you go. And Devin and I are, guys, we're really excited. We, um, each show, we bring a, a guy onto the show that just is on fire for Christ, and we just get a chance to hear about what the Lord's doing in his life. And uh, our guest today is Marty Rotella, and you're going to learn more about Marty, a great New Yorker, and his ministry, Spirit Power. But, you know, Marty, good morning, brother. How are you?
2: Hey, Matt, how you doing, Devin? How's it going? Everybody out there, hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I'm so excited to share you with, uh, with our listeners. Um, guys, you're gonna, this guy's a baller, so we're going to hear about that in a minute. But first, we're going to invite the Holy Spirit to come and just, uh, to just be with all of us uh, in this half hour. Devin, would you just open all of our hearts, uh, ask the Holy Spirit to come in and just open all of our hearts as we, as we begin this show?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. In the name of the Father and of the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Holy Spirit, please come. Please enlighten our minds and our hearts. Give us that one thing, just that one thing that we need to hear, that one thing that we need to do, the one change that you're asking us to make today. Help us to hear that and to do it and to live it. Please fire us. Fire us with your love and just make us strong in your holy name and help us to fulfill your Father's will. Lord, bless our time. Bless us and be with us. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 In
0: the name of
1: the Father, the Son,
0: the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Fire us with your love. Woo! Wow. Marty, I think um, that's a good place to start. Um, a 65-year-old baller who has this amazing ministry called Spirit Power, the fire of Christ's love is clearly in your heart. But... um we need to back up a little bit for all the guys listening so um take us back and uh, just tell us a little bit about your life where you grew up and and kind of get us um up to the point where you decided that you needed jesus kind of stop there and then we'll kind of just jump into that in a minute
2: smooth thank you so much well the, the journey begins in new jersey right by new york city and uh my family's very musical so uh i used to love sports but my father made us play piano so um um, I didn't want to, but I did, and I'm glad I did, because as I was learning piano, I would just sing the songs, you know, kind of like singing. My brother was my teacher, and then all of a sudden, my brother and my father who had a band with my uncles, they said, uh, hey, you know, you have a good voice. You want to join the band and start singing? So I said, yeah, you're going to pay me? You know, I was a wise guy. You know, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, we'll pay you. Okay, cool. So I learned six songs, and first song I sang in public was I'll be there.
0: Little, little Michael Jackson, I huh? I
2: loved it. Yeah, I did Michael Jackson. I was a 14-year-old, and I did this song, and everybody went crazy. And I liked it, you know, because I had braces and I had, you know, glasses, so they call me four eyes and stuff. So I kind of liked the, the notoriety. And then the money, the money was good. So from 14 to 24, uh, I left God. You know, I received my confirmation of 14. And then I just left God because what I did, God be- my God became fame, fortune, and money. I sang uh, the national anthem for all the major teams in New York City. Uh, I started writing commercials. Um, Actually, Barry Manilow was in a room next to me writing commercials. I did commercials for uh, Kodak Film, uh, Panasonic, Wise Potato Chips, etc. Then I started singing in movies. The first movie I sang in was Friday the 13th. And that's a crazy movie to start your career on. But, uh, (laughs) you know, it was interesting. (laughs) It was interesting, <laughs> and then I got a record contract deal to open for Bill Cosby in Vegas back in June of 81, Wow! and uh, they, when I looked at the record contract, the numbers were $2.2 million, just to sign my name, plus a house in Tahoe, and I said, oh my gosh, this is awesome, this is what I wanted, because that was my God, my God was fame, fortune, and money, and there it was on this paper, and all of a sudden, uh, my lawyer was Billy Joel's lawyer at the time, but uh, he was too busy with Billy, so... Um, he gave my, lo- my contract to a young guy, and, and I forgot his name. And this guy said, I, I, I researched the company, and uh, 100% track record, but um, uh, you will be rich and famous, guaranteed, but. I said, what's this butt stuff? He said, well, you'll sell your soul. Could you imagine a lawyer saying that to me? Sell my soul. He said, yeah, man, you're going to sell your soul. So why would you say that? He said, well, the mafia owns the company. I said, so what? I got a few cousins in the mob. He goes, no, 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 no. Not your cousins. They're the small guys. These are the big guys you got to do whatever they tell you. Like, what? Well, would you write music for X-rated films? I said, I would never do that. It disrespects women. You have to. They own the companies. I said, and what if I don't? Remember, I was a wise guy. He said, well, um, they'll never harm you. You're their equity. They will harm the loved ones. And that's when I had to take a step back. What? So I ran home that night. I said to my dad, what do I do? He says, look, I didn't fight in World War II, son, for anybody to own me. He said, but I'll back you no matter what. I said, thanks, dad. I love you. And then my mother ran in. She ran in holding the rosary. I said, "Mom, what are you doing? She goes, well, she goes, I have to say something. What? I've been praying this for you my whole life. you were a 14-year-old going into bars and discotheques, and I was on my knees at home praying for you. I said, but Ma, why, why the rosary? She said, that's holding Mary's hand. Mary stood at the foot of the cross. So I want to stand at the foot of the cross, look up to Jesus, and this was my prayer for you every night, son. Jesus, protect my son. Four words. I said, Ma, that's awesome. You did that for me Mm -hmm. every night. And I said, that's it, man. That's it. I went to the signing of the contract, and um, I told them, I don't think I'm going to sign this now, maybe down the road. They were so mad. They picked up the table with the food, threw it on me and my manager, walked out, cursing us out, and then we realized we made the right move. And then I went home, and I said, what do I do now? I just gave up the biggest contract. And that's when Mary kicked in. The Blessed Mother just kicked in from my mother's prayers. And as she kicked in, she didn't bring me to her. She brought me to her son. I bought a Bible. Um, I started reading about Jesus. Um, I studied religions all over the world to see if I really wanted to become Catholic again. And then I realized that uh, historically, um, I'm either going to become Jewish from Adam and Eve till now or Catholic because that's from Adam and Eve till now. And what's the difference? Jesus. And I fell in love with him by reading the scriptures. And that's when I came back. I went to confession. Uh, I said to the father, "You got all night." And I said, "It's been 12 years." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I got all night." I said, "Beautiful." And then the next, he said, "Marty, go out there and receive him like you never received me before." There was a mass at the church, and I said, "What do you mean receive him?" He said, well, "He's alive in the Eucharist." I said, "I didn't know that." He goes, "Yeah." So when I received him for the first time, knowing that he was alive in the Eucharist, I was 25. I I was filled. I was so filled. But I've been going to daily Mass every day since, so it's been 40 years. And, and the whole ministry, Spirit Power, has been built on the Eucharist. Blessed Mother bring me to Jesus, and the Eucharist has fulfilled all the songs I've written. Like, I've written over 4,300 songs. I just, you know, everything I do and say in my retreats is all Eucharistic. There's a short version, I hope. <laughs>
0: My gosh, I am blown away. I am so excited for our guys out there to be listening to you share this journey with Jesus. I just love it. Now, there's oh, Devin. You know, when I think about um, when I think about Marty's story, I just I think about kind of the redemption of Jesus, just taking him and pulling him out of that that risky situation when he was about to sign that contract, and I think about. The power of his mother's prayers. Um, you know, wh- wh- how can we how can we sort of understand this love of our blessed mother, Devon? How can the guys out there? You know, I think guys sometimes they wonder how how do I relate to to Mary? How do I understand Mary? I'm a guy. I'm I'm a business guy, or I'm into sports or whatever. But here is Marty, um, a, my 65 year old baller buddy in New York City, and and the blessed mother just. <laughs> Hold him out of that pit, a pit he was about to drop into. Help some guys understand that, Devin. I love it.
1: Mm, yeah, well, it's, it's definitely a mystery, but I, I think the main thing here is is that when Jesus says to Mary from the foot of the cross, behold your son, speaking of John, you know, but really he's speaking of all of us. And Mary, who is the perfect disciple, loves her son so much that she's willing to embrace every child of god who is had a checkered past who's been immersed in evil whatever it is mary she she embraces them as her own and i think for us guys you know we're tough we're resilient or at least we want to be we want to be bulletproof we we want to be the man but every guy needs a mother and we actually i think that there's a side of us where we need the tenderness of the mother And Mary is amazing because, really, as St. Bernard and so many saints um, say, she obtains all things from Christ at the wedding at Cana. You know, they had no wine, and all she has to do is alert Jesus to that, as if he didn't know, but Jesus honors his mother. Um, She has his ear, and, you know, she's on our behalf, you know. I mean, St. Louis de Montfort, I think, said, if you've got one hair of your head sticking out of hell, Mary will grab that hair and pull you out. <laughs> you know, I, I think that that's what she did for Marty. I'm good. I'm not
2: bold.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, what do you do then? <laughs> oh, man. But I think that's the key. I mean, and, and I think the beautiful thing about Mary is for us guys, I, I love it because we struggle with pride. Pride is that it's, it's the demon inside, you know? And God says, I want you to surrender your life to this peasant little virgin, Mary. And that demands a lot of humility for a guy to hand himself over to a woman and depend on her to lead him to Christ. But that's how the devil's defeated, as it says in Genesis 3.15. So I think the key, she's the nexus. I mean, she's the nexus between God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I mean, she is the daughter of the Father. She's the perfect daughter of the Father. She's the perfect bride of the Holy Spirit. She's the perfect mother of the Son. And then from the earthly perspective, she's the, the bride of St. Joseph. And so if we want to be like Joseph, you know, a human being who encounters Mary, if we want to be like God the Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit, Mary's the nexus who brings us God in her humanity, and God meet literally in her womb in the hypostatic union in Jesus Christ. And so for me, I'm consecrated to her. I've surrendered my life to her because I know by doing so she's going to hand me over to Jesus, and I'll be a saint because of her. Wow,
0: guys out hey guys, there! Can
2: I add to that? Yes, yeah,
0: yes, do yeah, Marty, please. This is
2: awesome because I'm consecrated to her also. And um, the uh, just think of her at the cross. How tough was that? Standing there, watching your son die, he's crucified, he's killed, right? How did she do that? Think about that. Mm-hmm. Now, what was she looking at? This is a powerful, powerful question. She was looking at salvation. That's how she had the strength to stand there and watch her son die. This is powerful. I mean, this is Yo, I man, have to, know, to talk that, tomorrow yeah, on the intercession of Mary. And, and that alone, you know, why would you hold the rosary? The rosary is her hand. Hold her hand, stand there. The, the apostles ran away. I want to hold her hand. I want to stand there. I want to look at Jesus. Oh, you want to see Jesus die? That's horrible. No, no, no. I want to look at salvation. Powerful.
0: Powerful. Wonderful, guys. Yeah,
2: you know, it's it's, it's interesting because in
1: Matthew, it talks about those, after they had crucified Jesus, the soldiers and those who were, like, basically mocking Jesus, it said they sat down and they watched him. And Mm. then it says later on, after he died... Those that watched Him, it says, those that watched Him, that centurion, Longinus, as we call him, corny tradition, says they came to believe that He's the Son of God. This is adoration, man. It's when we watch Jesus, we are converted. <laughs> you know, and that's Mary. She watches Jesus. She is, awesome. even, although she's awesome. perfect, she's converted more fully. But see, the key is, is if we can spend time watching
2: Jesus, we will be blown away by His presence in our life. Yeah. God. That's what I love about Mary. She, it's, it's him. You know, it's, she's, I'm not as important. It's him, him. Boom, I love it. Oh, you're awesome.
0: Guys out there, um, you're in, a, in the midst of listening to an amazing conversation. Uh, this is Iron Sharpens Iron. It's a show by men and for men. And uh, I'm your host, Matt Palmer, and I'm joined by my brother in Christ, just a great brother, Devin Shod, Fathers of St. Joseph. And our guest today is blowing us away, Marty Rotella. With with a ministry called Spirit Power, <laughs> now Marty, uh, you know I'm. Um, yeah. We I want to talk a little bit about. Um, I want to shift gears. I want to talk about pruning because I know that your life, you know, just because you grabbed hold of Mary's hand uh, back when you were 25, you're 65. There's been 40 years, and I know from um, getting to know you a little bit that there's been some pruning. There's been some difficulty in your life. Talk about. Um, I want to get to your ministry, but I want you to first talk a little bit for the guys out there that have gone through um, such great difficulties, maybe in their marriage or family life or whatever. I, w- I want you to give them some hope by sharing a little bit some of the challenges that you too have faced um, as you grabbed Mary's hand and she began walking with you and taking you to Jesus. There's a cross there. Tell us about uh, tell us about your cross, brother.
2: Yeah, well, pruning is the way to God, and I'll tell you what that means. You see, when things are going perfectly, when everything's happening so great, oh look at this, What a nice day today! Everything's great, you know. There's no, uh, you, you can't advance, okay? Um, you can only advance in the pa- through the suffering. It's really weird, okay? When things are tough, is when you say, "Hey God, where are you? I need you." So I actually, looking at the forty years. I love the pruning years or the pruning days or when God was pruning me. And you say, what? Yeah, because that's the time that I see something about me. You know, and the thing is, you know, I don't, you can't change anyone else. You can only work on yourself. So when God's pruning, I sit and I say, God, show me. And then it's, oh, like, a, for instance, the pandemic. I'll give you, in January, everything stopped. I was booked solid this whole year. Every weekend, you know, traveling all over the country and Lent was coming up and I was every night, you know, giving, giving retreats every night and all of a sudden it's gone. So I'm sitting on my couch and I say to God, hey, what, what's going on? You know, what? He goes, well, he says, let's spend some time alone together. Yeah, and I'm not first in your life. <laughs> what? I'm not mm. first in your life. You're not first. I said, it's been 40 years. I give you 40 years of my life. You don't know I mean you're not first. He goes, well, I said, well, I said, well what's first? He said, he says, I'm second. He said, busyness is your God now. Mm-hmm. Busyness. So I had to be rooted 40 years into doing this for God. He says, hey, stop and put me first again. Busyness is your God. So the rooting is the best times in our lives because that's when he prunes us, and that's when we can rise to the next level. We're never going to rise to, the, Jesus says, be as perfect as the Father. We're never going to be, be that on earth, but we have to try. We want to We want to rise to the next step, to the next level. And if it falls down again, okay, you're pruning me. All right, let me just sit back, and I'm going to see what you, you're leading me to. Wow.
0: You know, that busyness that we all can so relate to, Marty, I think it, it, it creates in the garden of our lives a lot of overgrowth and a lot of brush and a lot of, a lot of stuff that really isn't of him. And so you're really talking about this invitation. Jesus is so passionate for us that he wants to prune away all of that stuff. And um, I think a lot of us are, are discovering in this time of, uh, of, of COVID that God uses everything, um, if we'll offer it up, he uses everything to bring us closer to him. and he's using this pandemic in ways that I think a lot of us are surprised. And so here you are sharing that he wanted you to just just be with him and just to to slow down and to let him prune away all of that stuff. Yeah. And you know, pruning pruning's painful. pruning's hard. Um, Devin, talk about you know the the pruning process of our Lord. It's uh, kind of cutting away that that brush so that more abundant fruit can come forth. Talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, uh, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, the goal of pruning, like I I love landscaping. um, And when you prune back a tree or a fruit tree, what you're doing is, is you're, you're cutting back real live branches that have long growth on them down to that joint so that when they, when it grows again, it grows more abundantly, more branches, more fruit. And, So if we're talking about us, we're being cut back constantly with what appears to be beautiful fruit or beautiful branches, I guess, because God says, if I can cut you back a little bit here and there, you're going to be able to bear more fruit. That's the goal. The goal of everything is God wants us to bear more fruit and not just fruit, fruit that will endure, that will last. And it's very interesting in this whole conversation about bearing fruit. That's from John 15. And Jesus, mm. in John, John 15, seven times he says, remain in me. Why does he do that? Seven times. That word, mene, remain, is we, that's, the, that's the root word in hupo mene, which is patience. So, hupo, under, mene, remain. You remain under the trial. You remain under the distress. And actually, it's kind of like the 4P program. You know, there's, there's pain, which is the trial and the test. Whatever pain's in your life. You have to be patient there and remain. Don't flee. Don't run. Your marriage is, is falling apart. You've got the situation with your children. Your finances are failing. Whatever it is, remain and trust in God. So if in the pain, you're patient, then you develop perseverance. And perseverance is the strength of the Christian man. And if you persevere, you will be perfect, lacking in nothing, according to first you know first chapter of James. I think it's like chapter 1, verse 2. It says, if you're patient you'll be persevering, and persevering leads to perfection. You'll lack nothing. And so God wants to perfect us. God doesn't create suffering. Sin creates Mm. suffering. But God allocates and appropriates suffering in our life the way a physician uses a scapel to cut out cancer. And so Mm. he allows suffering to cut out the cancer of pride, the cancer of negativity, the cancer of fear, and he cuts it out so that we can be healed and we can bear fruit that will last, but it demands that we remain in him, we hold fast to him, we don't flee. And that's what a lot of people are doing. They're fleeing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mar- you know, Marty, wow. I'm just thinking about um, here you are, this 40 years of giving your life to Christ, and then here in this time he's, he's asking you to to remain with him, to sit with him, kind of like Martha and Mary, you know. Martha was busy Mm. about everything and 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 Jesus said I want you to be like Mary I want you to sit with me for a while and Marty I'm sure it's because he has new fruit for you new abundance for you in the ministry he's called you to so in these final few minutes I want the guys out there to hear what what he's led you to talk about spirit power and and we've only got about five six minutes but tell us tell us about spirit power um what 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 the Lord does through that ministry, through your ministry of song and retreat and mission and who you're serving. Help, help the guys understand what you've been called to.
2: Okay, spirit power comes off of uh, receiving Jesus every morning and then uh, adoration. So between the adoration and receiving him every day, what he does is he has built spirit power. Not me, he has. Now spirit power is using music, but it's more like retreats going out teaching. I was a public school teacher for 31 years. There's no money in Catholic music, so I had to actually support my family. I retired 13 years ago. But when I was in the inner city teaching in middle school for 31 years, you're on stage every day. So that kind of, he brought that out. So between me singing at the age of 14 till now, uh, being a teacher, I was a you know, baseball coach, basketball coach for years, all of that stuff he brings out in in spirit power now. And as he brings it out, I go out and I give retreats, uh, I give talks, benefit concerts, whatever is needed. I never, I never ask to go anywhere, I wait for somebody to ask me. That was instilled in my heart by the Blessed Mother. So the key here is, is that um, what, is it, what do I do? Well, if I get a call, like for instance, New Mexico, I have Spirit Power Southwest. I've been to 56 parishes in just New Mexico alone. Um, and then I go to the reservations, I raise money for them. Uh, very poor. You know, they, have, they have dilapidated uh, 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 small chapels that we, we, we rebuilt. Uh, uh, I go into prisons. Anytime I'm asked to go to prison, I say yes. Um, I go into gangs. I hang with gangs. There's where the basketball comes in, you know, because gang players love to play b-ball. B- and if I can play on the same level as them, God has given me that gift, then I, you know, be- besides the music, wow, I can get in there and help them. So um, this is the journey I'm on. It's just listening to him every day. He opens up doors every day. Um, we're recording our 22nd CD now. Our CDs are kind of like almost obsolete, but, but we 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 stay with that format. Um, and it's all about hope. I've written about 25 to 30 songs just during the pandemic, and it, they're all about hope. I know. See, and I don't want to write any of these songs. They just come. So I look at the theme, and God's theme is is hope coming out of this. So. Uh, that's I, I hope that's a, a, it's a small uh, composite of what uh, Spirit Power is all about. I was in front of the Blessed Sacrament where I got a song called Spirit. I was in front of the Blessed Sacrament I got a song called Power two different days. And then I was told in my heart, that's the ministry, Spirit Power. So um, that's what I do. It's very street. When I go into the prisons, the men say to me, you better be real. That's, that's, that's a very big thing amongst gang members, prisons. Uh, you better be real. And that's what I do. I just go out and be real. And if you're not real, you're going to have a hard time in ministry when you go into those places. So the key is be real out there, men, be real.
0: Gosh, I love this guys. I hope everybody is just um you know feeling just the power of what Christ wants to do in a life yielded to him. And I you know the message here, guys, is that marty's life is is not unique. Marty's life is an example of what Jesus Christ wants to do in each of our lives, in each of your lives out there. So, you know, Marty, as we close, Devin and I would just love for you to share with our brothers out there, um, you know, somebody's out there is listening. They are they're They're stuck in a place they don't want to be. They're feeling removed from christ they're not understanding or not sensing his presence in their lives his love for them his call in their life tell them how to take a step forward what should that step be and how can they begin to open themselves to his love and to his plan for them
2: okay it's not easy guys but i'll tell you right now silence is the key now, what does that mean? You see, when we connect with God, we're always talking to him. It's time to listen. Well, I don't hear him. Okay, slow down. This is the key. You have to find spots where you can stop, sit down, close your eyes, and you hear more silence than noise. I'll give you, for instance, I live right by New York City. There's not much silence here, believe me. Aeroplanes and cars and traffic, and there's no, but I have three places I go to. Any Catholic church, I walk in, and I sit in front of him, and I just close my eyes. And I like when there's candles, because candles kind of give me that atmosphere. And I sit there, and I close my eyes, and I just listen. Another place is there's a creek in my town. I grab a chair, I run down to the creek, and I sit by the creek. And I just sit there and close my eyes and listen. And then my other favorite place is my couch. And my couch faces a window where there's trees outside. I just sit there. And I listen.
0: And we're going to leave I, it. And
2: I usually have
0: a. We're going to leave it right there on the couch. We started with you on the yeah. couch, or ended with you on the couch. We've got a hard stop, guys. Get out there and uh, listen to our Savior. This has been Iron Sharpens Iron, and we have had Marty Rotella on today, guys. Go out and make it a great day. Live for Christ. Open your hearts to Him. He's got such beautiful plans for you. Have a great day, guys. God bless.